0: Welcome, guys, to the Cup Nurses podcast with your hosts, Peter Fendera, myself, Matt Slarczyk. This is a podcast where we tackle current health news and hot nursing topics one conversation at a time. If you find value in this podcast, please give us a review, a follow, and a share. We're trying to grow this podcast and you wouldn't believe how much it helps us if you smash the five stars. We get ranked. We get noticed. People discover
1: us, and it motivates us to keep producing this high-quality content that we are. How you doing, Pete? I'm doing great, guys, and I'm doing great, Matthew. We'll see. I haven't been feel like working out lately, but we'll hop back into it pretty soon, hopefully. Don't forget you have the Patreon, guys. We have some some stuff out there for you guys, some interesting stuff coming along. And you mentioned your vlog at all? I did not. I also have a vlog, guys, every week. Every week. Right. It's been good. I, I've been enjoying them. I've been having fun. Yeah. So this episode, guys, we're going to take a look back at 2020, we're going to take a look at some of the major achievements and major events that have, have happened. Even though 2020 will forever be remembered as the year COVID-19 took over, there are some you know, positive aspects to take away. It's not just viruses, pandemics, and just infections all year long. You know, it's it is a big part of 2020, but there's also a lot of other things that also happened that I feel like a lot of people forgot about. Or put it like, on the back burner for yeah. the most part. Let's go over. I kind of like it. This is a kind of recap of the whole entire
0: year. And to be honest, even though a like, bunch of bad shit happened, for the most part, I have a, I had a pretty successful year. I've been having fun. I've been travel nursing like, all as well aside from what's happening. Yeah.
1: You know, I'm 26, and I have, have not had a bad year yet. So we're going to hopefully... Make that until 90. Yeah, even though Pete uh, 2020 got cut open, man. Oh, yeah, I cut open Well, some of you get cut open, some of some you do the cutting, you know. Yeah, that's how it is. Peter had his bowel taken out and washed when he had his um, small bowel resection. Yeah, it's all good, you know. I'm mean, used to like change my, my patients' wounds and stuff and like messing with their wounds, and I, I got a good perspective. Of this year, my yeah. shit goes down. The nurse became the patient, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking
0: of nurses, one of the accomplishments we could say that healthcare's received respect. And that's been across the globe. We as nurses finally got acknowledged as this frontline worker, and we stepped into this tremendous risk and this challenge of trying to be able to take care of these patients that you know that are sick. And there was shortages; it was PPE shortages. And I think it was a great year that nursing got exposed in a way, like the mm-hmm. healthcare field. They people finally saw our outcry and they saw how difficult nursing is and what what happens in the medical field and.
1: You know that we're not glorified babysitters. Yeah, I mean, we talk a lot about like the negativity of like social media, and social media was actually like the like the start starting point of this whole like pro nursing movement, you could say. You know, because before you know the the pandemic before COVID nineteen, you know, people knew what nurses nurses were. They they know what they do for the most part. But like social media opened up a whole new insight for how nurses function and what they do and like how much stress we actually go through, right? Because it's, there's a whole push via Instagram with nurses, right? Frontline workers, you know, nurses with their N95s, medical professionals, everybody took to social media. And they were saying how bad this pandemic is, how hard they're working. And that really, really showed the world of not only for nurses, but every medical professional, how hard we actually work and how how hard we actually try. Like you said, the glorified babysitters, you know, a lot of people had this, this stigma with nurses that they just, they're just there in between the patient and a doctor, right? Nurses are there just to keep the patient basically in their room, have them, make them happy, you know, be like the person in the hotel room. This is like makes other needs needs met. But it's not really how nursing was, yeah. you know. We do a lot of critical thinking, we do a lot of critical care, and you know, we literally take every these patients. And social media literally allowed this to come to the forefront. You know, as much as we want to bash on social media, this actually helped push the nursing profession forward. And I'm sure a of people. Decides to go into nursing because of that whole whole movement. Hell yeah, and and I hope that we also realize how important
0: self care is in this aspect. That we need to be prioritizing that because we we're we're tired. We're tired as a you know profession sometimes. And I hope for like twenty twenty one, because one thing that didn't change is I feel like we still get treated unfairly when it comes to management. Like we still need more changes to be implemented on a on a. National level yeah, To make nursing better Staffing still an issue It's always been an issue Yeah, like staffing Safe patient ratios Like mandatory The breaks and lunches Like those things We have to implement Implement across the board mm. It's not about Oh yeah, you guys are You know, we get We receive the respect But that's not enough We have to implement change At a national level And that's something That still hasn't been Kind of done cool. Because it just got brushed off Yeah, pandemic Here's some pizza Here's some food You guys did a great job But continue doing it Yeah, but We, it's need, not we gonna, need those changes right.
1: And the changes are probably not going to happen up up until the pandemic probably clears, because there's just so much still that's unknown about you know COVID oh, yeah. nineteen and, and how how we're going to properly deal in the hospital. So like unfortunately, you know as much as nurses got beat down prior to the pandemic, yeah, you know, we and we're still getting beat down. But now we have the pandemic to do deal with, so we're getting beat down even more. And unfortunately, like with a lot of things nursing related, is is our needs kind of get put. In the back right like you said with the management thing it's nothing's going to change around because the pandemic people don't, don't know what the hell to do hospital administrators don't know what to do they're just trying to get as much patients and f- fill these rooms and you know and yeah fill the rooms and basically just keep bringing in these COVID-19 patients because they got to go somewhere right right if they're saying to be in a hospital they're going to be they're going to be on the floor so once again our stuff's going to be put in a back burner probably for another probably year dude if, if yeah. not more
0: uh, and I'm hoping that, you know, people keep listening and following and messing with us to the point where we have this audience that we can maybe implement change at a national level. Because that'd be cool as hell. Because that's that's what we need, man. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine if we mandated safe patient ratios throughout the board, how much that would change. Yeah. It, it, it'd be a great positive impact. That would decrease, you know, stress and burnout for these nurses. Because honestly, Callie, aside from me being a pandemic right now, at least in our place that we work at, it's a pretty cush job, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you're not,
1: it doesn't matter how bad it is. You're not going to get freaking three ICU patients. You're not. And you get a break. And you I'm know. thankful for that. Yeah, dude, it's, it's, whatever they're doing in this hospital or how they implemented this and how they got the funds is legit. Like if, I wish every hospital was like that. Yeah. I'm not sure where, like all our listeners are from, what hospitals they, they work in. But like West Coast Nursing is is, is cool, dude. Like it's actually not. It's cush, not, man. It's, it's cush. And it's like, you can still do critical thinking. You, can, you literally still have a good amount of autonomy with, like, better self-care, better, better like, self-care as nurses because you do get those breaks and you don't get overloaded with, the, with those patients.
0: And ultimately, that's what we need because it's all about longevity in our life, you know? We're yeah. not nurses for five years. We're nurses for 30, 40 years sometimes for mm-hmm. those that retire with it. Yeah.
1: yeah, of course, the financials are probably a lot better in our hospital and in, like, these hospitals near us compared to the Midwest. But if if they could, like, implement something similar, you know, like, you, I think in our hospital, there's, what, like, two break nurses, usually? There should be when um, it it's be right. properly staffed. Yeah, like, I... It blows my mind that Midwest nursing doesn't have like one break nurse at least, you know, like still. Like we can't hire one nurse, you know, extra a, a, a day. Like there so, has to be.
0: So you just do at least thirty minute breaks.
1: Yeah, right. At least thirty minute because you know in Chicago we, we get like thirty minutes. and there's, there's no hour or anything like that, or a fifteen is just half an hour. If if you even get one, right? You're freaking
0: eating at the nurses' yeah. station. Yeah, you're, you're watching even, your monitors or the door is open to the break room, so
1: you're listening in, as soon as you hear that alarm, ding, 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 you better walk in, better find out what's going on. Yeah, but the thing is, now that I'm thinking about it is, like I'm just taking the ICU perspective, where it would be cool for us to have a break nurse, but then you also, if you implement an ICU, a break nurse, you can implement it in, in every unit in the hospital, right, so that's, you know, that could be probably like somewhere in the Midwest standards, you're probably gonna be paying extra almost a million dollars, you know, a year. Mm-hmm. So they, they can hire, make it happen To hire a regular floor They can make it happen I'm sure Like if a CEO gets Like a bonus of like X amount of million Like you can't give away One of those millions you know? They can They can you know, there's, I, there's a way I agree with you
0: mm-hmm. So the second one Greater focus on the family And I definitely noticed That with the beginning Of the pandemic Where we kind of Came together We've seen some positives Out of this pandemic Correct We've realized that Our lives are busy And I feel like people took time for themselves and for their relationships with the family that grew grew positively. Mm -hmm. Even though I was away from home most of my time in 2020 with travel nursing, I still feel like I grew closer to my family with, you know, FaceTimes and all that. So family, greater uh, focus on family doesn't necessarily have to be with them being physically there. It's just the relationship that was just, you know, yielded throughout 2020 in general.
1: Yeah, you could take it in a pandemic. If you lost your job, unfortunately, that's, you know, that's hard, as horrible. Or if your job changed to more of like a stay-at-home kind of work environment, then, you know, there's two sides to it. You could, A, complain, you know, bitch about it, you know, saying that working from home is different and, you know, do all the complaining you want. Or you would be the person that kind of takes the benefit out of it. So now you're going to be at home with your kids more, you know, if you're like a stay-at-home wife, you know, maybe she dropped the kids off to school, maybe you could take some of that burden out of of her hands too. You know, you work better as a team and you get to know each other a little bit more because most people do it nine to five. So then you're spending your time at home from like 6 p.m. till one, you go to bed 10 p.m. So like four or five hours with with your family. Now you can kind of do that throughout the day. And I'm sure there's some negatives about like a spouse abuse that, that happens, but of happen to somebody more frequently than the normal, things like that. Of course there's gonna be benefits or negatives like that, but there's also like, benefits to take away from this. Like you, you had the chance to spend more time with your family and take that into to your advantage, right? Don't just complain that, hey, I gotta be home all day now. You know, it's not it's not always like the, the best approach to that. And number three guys, some good news, the bushfires finally stopped in Australia. I guess it, they burned roughly 27.2 million acres of forests, parks, bushes, like greenery. And 33 people have been killed That we know of Poor koalas and kangaroos, man Yeah, and the poor animals dude. But that's crazy Because we had a hard time Here in California With the fires too But in Australia These these fires burned More than 240 days So it, they burned in 2019 And they transitioned Over to 2020 as well Most of the year That's yeah. crazy that's, Yeah, it, it's insane Like imagine I've never been to Australia So I can't really you know Tell you guys how it is But a lot of Australia is just still forests and like parks and it's very still very based in nature, right? There's Not a lot of major cities in there and imagine that's getting destroyed. I'm not sure what, what sparked it is it, it was mainly due to like a lack of, of rain for the most part. But I'm not sure if there, was like a, there was like a spark that started or things like that because naturally – Forests do do burn. Yeah, it's it's a process. Yeah, it's a process. So the forests burn, you know, they they get burned, and that turns into soil, turns into nutrients for the for other plants that are gonna flourish out of it. But this has been going on for two hundred forty plus days, which is crazy. <laughs> Not to mention three billion animals died during mm. this wildfire, and it's known to
0: be one of the world world's worst wildlife disasters in modern history. Mm. Sad man. Sad because you know Australia is known for their unique mammals and everything else imagine
1: how much animals maybe even got extinct because of all this yeah yeah that's very true dude like it's, it's crazy i'm not sure how often uh australia burns because california burns an x amount every year right there's always fires in california except this year they're also pretty bad too and same in 2019 they had some pretty bad fires too but yeah so I mean, i'm glad that's taken care of i'm not sure like if they're still going on I th- they've, they've ended but i'm not sure if some other fires are still going on though you know what yeah. i'm saying but well, large scale, they're pretty wiped out. That's good. Here at the Couple Nurses, we can't track wildfires and everything, all the news at the same damn time, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm I'm sure on Calium it's subsided as well. Mm, yep. So number four guys, some news outside this world is SpaceX made space history. they SpaceX was actually the first private corporation to be allowed to send, you know, uh, rockets to space, to the moon, and to the ISS the International Space Station. And them in history because everything else prior to to SpaceX was basically flown through through government funded programs and SpaceX is kind of paving the route for this privatization of, of space flying and space rockets and space delivery which is which is really cool you know it's funded by Elon Musk he's, he's, he's the head CEO of it and dude's a cool guy you know, he's trying to master space flight especially after like I don't know, I have no idea how
0: many years it was but. NASA, like, when it got completely defunded away, they have not been taking anybody to the moon in, like, nine, ten years. Mm -hmm. So this is the first time that, like, in Florida, they actually sent out a rocket finally to space with this. Because I think originally, for the past couple years, we've been using the Russians to um, send people to the moon and back and forth. Mm. It's kind of cool, man. And so our astronauts are just hanging out with Russians right now.
1: Yeah. I mean, the... International space station, they have a bunch of people there. And then pretty sure Chinese are there too. Then you have some Polish people there. It's the international space station, so everybody works yeah. together on it. And it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Like i was still a podcast with an astronaut, Joe Rogan, and and it's cool because they're all in this this together and they all spend different they all say, speak different languages. And like each astronaut communicates to each international or each space station on in, in Earth. So if you're a US person, you would still let the Russian side know what's going on you will let the Chinese know what's going on you will let people in Europe know what's going on so you have to let everybody know every morning or every afternoon what the, what the plan is you know so it's actually really cool it's like it's cool because it brings people together right if you don't know if you trying to discover space and you have multiple countries trying to discover space the best way to tackle it is work it together you know just to kind of figure out the fundamentals then once the fundamentals are there, then I'm sure we're going to see like like a split. We're going to, each country is going to have their probably own space station. But right now it's so unexplored that we don't really know what to do. So the best route for us is to just work together. And it's crazy how in the short term we're able to work together. But once we gather more information and more knowledge about this, people tend to split apart because they want to do their own thing. Once the fundamental are, are there and paved, everybody just, just takes it and then branches off this own thing. That's how, like, um, that's that's the cool thing about consumerism in a way,
0: right? Like, even though a corporate America, like, sucks, right, with what's happening and the destruction of the middle class, like, without consumerism and the capitalism, there would be no motivation to excel and do great things like this, right? Like, if there was no incentive, like, if we were in a socialistic um, society... Why would all, like, Bezos, Elon Musk, there would be no competition to try to do something and accomplish something like this, like getting to the space. There'd be no incentive. There, there was an incentive because now you can monopolize and now you could do, um, you could fly internationally quicker with rockets is what he's trying to accomplish, right? Yeah,
1: and the best incentive, guys, is shetty shitty as it sounds, it's financial benefit. Like, if somebody tells you to do something and you don't really feel like doing it or someone asks you to create a product better than somebody else's product, and if you're both having the same reward You know, it's not going to be as gratifying. You're not going to chase as much. But if you say, hey, you guys will get paid the same. But if whoever discovers this first or figures out a way to change this, then we're going to give you $1 million. And that's going to push so many people to do it. That's how how capitalism works. You know, it sounds crazy because we we say, hey, you shouldn't live for money. You know, money is, is, is greed. But money is like one of the greatest incentives you can give somebody in the world. Yeah, You know, ultimately. it's literally it. If you want somebody to work harder, if you want somebody to figure out something quicker, if you want technology to progress quicker, put a financial incentive there, and so someone's going to figure out. it out. It's, it's crazy how it works. But that's kind of like, like a double-edged sword, you know, because then you have these people that succumb to this this pressure of financial gain, and that's when they start to lose themselves and kind of lose their their instinct, lose their kind of ideology, and they kind of go towards like the more, you could say, evil route, where they yeah. focus more on money and they don't really care who, who gets damaged from it? Not gonna have anybody stand in their way, and this is how it works. You know, yeah. It's like look at Apple, bro. They they made great products, but now I gotta buy a separate charger, right? <laughs> <And> same with <laughs> Why, Google, man. Yeah, same with Google. Like they in their like terms and conditions or whatever, or their their operation agreement, they said do no evil, right? And they end up taking that out like five years ago. So it's just like poor, you know, poor thought. yeah. Especially eventually, when you get super wealthy and you kind of see how the world functions, do no evil is not part of your your kind of ideology and not part of the way you think because. If you're Google, like the only way for you to grow is to give somebody a loss, right? That's how business like works. Like it man. sucks buying out a company and then firing half their workers and leaving half the half the workers to Google, right? It's it's like a good salesman, right? Unfortunately, he can make
0: a lot of money for the company mm-hmm. and he can make a lot of money for himself, right? That's his hustle. But on the other flip side, he fucked over a few customers and they overpaid like three thousand dollars each or so.
1: Right? Exactly, or people it's, like get, it's just part of the game. Yeah, people get like shady mortgages where you know the the person, the mortgage lender makes a makes bank off commission. So they, you know, I don't want to say a lie, but they kind of you know say things in a, in a certain way where it makes it seem more positive than negative, and people accept these mortgages, and then they're in debt for fifty years, and you know, then there's no end of it because then you have the interest that roll, rolls over and things like that. And yeah, the the mortgage lender probably made made a shit ton of money off that person, but now that person kind of stuck for the next fifty years unless yeah. you refinance. But not everybody can refinance. You know, read your damn contracts. Yeah.
0: The fifth one, which is Africa was declared free of polio, and we're gonna say that this is wild polio. So, vaccinated polio is still on the rise in a few countries, and I think there was like four hundred cases in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. But if you look at wild polio. Every single year, there were 75,000 African children that were dying and being paralyzed of polio. So this year, Africa got announced that it's polio-free, and that's amazing as a whole continent. So they're able to both eradicate smallpox and polio with the help of vaccinations, of course. I know we, we know a couple episodes we said how we're not taking the COVID vaccine and all that. Well... This is a different type of vaccine, and we're not against all of them. Specifically, not this one, right? So, yeah, this one they eradicated, which is a beautiful thing. I think what happened with the vaccine polio is because um, they they gave a live virus, correct? Mm. So I think some of it still spread uh, between the groups, and it caused like you know fatalities, like you know breathing issues and all that, which are vac- uh not vaccine but polio causes.
1: But I don't think polio spreads like um, it's not airborne. I'm not, I forgot how it spreads to person. I don't even know if it can spread to person to person. You can't spread to person to person. I'm going to look it up I right now. I think we're just, so we're just bored with that. It goes down the genetic line. But we'll see. What Matt's going to look it up. But yeah, so while polio is... It's fecal-oral transmission. Fecal-oral. So it could be oral-oral from saliva. Mm-hmm. It could be from
0: food. It could be from um, urine and stool and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, there's not a lot of clean,
1: um, clean irrigation in Africa, which could, co- you know, cause an issue. So I wonder if instead of vaccinating d- these people... We're, would it have worked better to provide them with a with cleaner environments? Because if polio, you get transmitted transmitted via the fecal and oral route, and you give cleaner you know bathrooms or just just cleaner means of living, that would prevent the spread of polio, right? Like well, to, to a certain extent. Maybe you are just putting a band-aid on you it. Know, maybe we're just putting a band-aid on it. And like maybe if you did that and a vaccine, maybe we would be you know in a better situation. But at least it's fr- it's free out of wild polio, so that's good. I'm not sure. Sure, how different the um, like vaccine polio would be. We talked you know? about it a few episodes ago, yeah. but I don't have like the details to mm-hmm. go in great
0: detail. Like, yeah. there's only so much information we could retain, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But my thing is, is you know, if there was this crazy pandemic this year and we were able to make a freaking vaccine right away, we spent millions of dollars, the government did, like, imagine if we all just invested some money into Africa and modernize it. Mm-hmm. Totally could, man. We could totally stop
1: hunger in the world. There's just no money incentive to do that because we think about it guys if you take jeff bezos the richest person in the world right now owner of amazon basically if he doesn't need all that money right he could live fine you know with like 10 percent of what he what he earns right sure. the thing is where things start to fail is let's just say he decides to give all his money to charity or majority of it right and then majority of the world is basically makes a solid income, right? Then money wouldn't be anything, correct? Like there would be, we go back to the incentive route, right? If everybody made 100K a year, what's the incentive for you to, do, for you to gain more money, right? There's The incentive is, is basically gone. And like if you don't have the incentive, you'd have to be in utopia. And utopia is really hard to get to, right? Because then once you get it's utopia, there's no incentive. What would be the incentive be? Yeah, I guess it would be happiness for somebody else, right? Because if I'm making shoes, you know, and I'm giving, I'm going to be giving you those shoes, but then you got to give me something else in return, right? Like you'd be going back to bartering, right? Because how would a utopia work in modern society? It'd be hard to make it function, right? Yeah, you have to eliminate the need for
0: work and for the need to survive, right? So we'd have to go, it's like looking at Maslow's hierarchy. Once we have food, water, shelter, what are the other things that we, you know, thrive for? And those are maybe connections. That's love. That's family. And then you start looking within, and maybe you become selfless, and maybe you could make a positive impact. Yeah. But are you going to have that like want to make a positive impact in the world yes. if there's no incentive? You know, right. just think about that. Even us right now, we're sitting behind this microphone, we're podcasting, and like we hope in the future not to maybe be a nurse and just freaking hustle and make money off this, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So there, that's that incentive. But if right. the, if that incentive wasn't there, would you still be working as hard for this, you know? Right. You, know, you never know. Money, money's
1: always a little motivator. Just, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's easy to look at. It. And like, plus, everyone has a different vision of their own utopia. Right. Yeah. Some people want to live in a forest, not worry about any kind of money. Some people want to have a yacht, have a nice condo, you know, to come, come back on the beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, guys, so now we're going to address some major events that happened in, in 2020. Uh, we have a few of them. This is more of a, a laid back. People of. are gonna be shocked. by we yeah. first one here, man. This is one for the ladies over here. <laughs> Prince Harry and Meghan Markle quit the royal family. All right, that was like headline news for like a solid month. People were trying to figure out why they're leaving the royal family, what's going on, and I didn't really follow it super closely, but I, you know, I would hear on the news when I was, used to watch the news and stuff, and. People weren't—or royal family or people in England weren't very happy that even Meghan and Harry got, got married. So she's not—is she, like, not rich or not, like— So um, she's an, so she's an African-American actor. Oh, I And see. I don't know why they didn't like it. I don't know if it was because she was black or, or what, but basically people were, didn't like it. I don't know. I'm not sure if, if she wasn't a high enough standard for, for everybody. I'm not sure how the marriage between these princesses and princesses work or what the standards are. But I mean, she's pretty. She was pretty wealthy. She, I mean, she's great looking. Have you seen her? She's fucking beautiful. But if I was Harry, like he's not the best looking dude. But you know, if I could get a woman like like Meghan straight Markle. straight judgment, I mean, bro. If, I'm if I could get a woman like like Meghan Markle, like dude, you I keep would. Her, huh? Yeah, I would. You know, wouldn't, wouldn't 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 hesitate to say to say yes. You know, and it's interesting. There were there a lot of times they were blaming the uh, the media for their for them leaving because they would get harassed. They would get so much negativity from them, and people just didn't like that they were getting married. So. Th- supposedly that played like a giant role because being a royal family look, looked into this a little bit being a royal family they have a contract signed with a few media outlets that have early access to their life and they, they help kind of plan these things they kind of shape what the royal family does so it's like the royal family working with with certain media companies to kind of work together to present the royal family in a certain manner Damn. it's almost like the kardashians if you think about it, you know, Damn. because yes, there's they an got an image amount. to maintain they have an image to maintain. And they work directly with these, with these few media outlets to maintain this image and they kind of work together on how they should showcase things, you know, how the marriage should, should go. What are we doing on Wednesday? You know, how should we, we look or how should we present ourselves when we go to the coffee shop, things like that. So there's, it's very, it's, it's very um, superficial. Damn. Yeah. yeah it's crazy. That's probably why they left. They just like, need some them. freedom.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I suppose they're living in LA now, I think not mistaken. They went to Canada, then you they went to LA. You should
0: say, Don't quote me on that one for don't sure. Don't quote me on that one. I
1: know they were in Canada and I'll, I believe they're in LA, but don't quote me on that one.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know much about royal families, to be honest. Like the only time I ever like looked into them, dude, was like going down a rabbit hole of conspiracies and like the um the Illuminati bloodlines and how they they maintained their bloodline correct way, which so it was very important to them who they um reproduced with and who was in the family. Mm. So I can see why these, this could become a fan, uh, issue because royal families like to maintain the bloodlines in a way. Mm-hmm. And it looks like Prince Harry effed that one up, so therefore, that's why they're getting some backlash. Yeah. And I
1: think his brother, whatever his brother,
0: his brother's name is Charles? I think um, Diana too, which was their mother. I think she had something to her. She wasn't part of the royal family, correct? Or they didn't like her or something. They, they didn't like her and there's a whole conspiracy theory that supposedly she died in, um, well, she died in Paris, right, in a car crash. Mm-hmm about the conspiracies? Whether whether someone, you know, did this or caused this event to happen. Yeah. You never know. A killing.
1: Yeah, because President Zanna was also, like, you know, for, more for the people, more, yes. more outspoken, more kind of following her heart than what the media has to kind of tell them to do. And they, they would not like it. You never know. I mean, some of these pictures of, of, of the Queen of England look like she's scary as fuck, you know. Like she was, like, an evil person. No way. So that's just how people, like—but you know how it is, how pictures of people are. You, you get portrayed. Are. Yeah, you get portrayed in a specific manner just because, you know— like, you, you sneeze and you have the fresh, especially after you sneeze, someone's going to take a quick picture and then you, you look evil. You yeah. know? It's, it's talk about sneezing. Imagine if you sneeze nowadays, you just, like, look at it like you're sick. Yeah. It's a whole freaking paradigm shift. Yeah, I do.
0: Number two, the impeachment hearing of President Donald Trump. That, that's that been a whole thing literally ever since, like, 016. The whole Russian probe thing. Like, this has been an ongoing thing. And that's what's kind of funny, too, with all this, that, like, they were trying to get this guy impeached for, like, four years. Didn't work out. But as soon as we talked about, like, voter fraud, right away we have to discourage that because, you know, that's not that's not happening.
1: right? Isn't that um, crazy?
0: And, like, you know, to top this all off, this whole Ukraine thing that they're investigating, you know, the Vice President Joe Biden and his son Hunter Biden with the whole laptop thing that they found. So right now Hunter Biden is actually under um, FBI investigation
1: with this. Isn't that crazy? So it's a whole thing that happened. Yeah, so what they initially wanted to – to uh, put the, or impeach piece president for was basically, they were saying that President Donald Trump was talking with the president from Ukraine um, I don't know how to present, pre- pronounce his name, Zelensky I believe is what it was called So basically they were saying that Donald Trump personally asked the president of Ukraine to look into an investigation against Joe Biden and, and his son and that's what people were going after after him for, basically. And that ended up being you know, proven not true, right? So like four years of taxpayer money were basically paid just to chase a single person that was supposed to be a whistleblower. And we basically went on one person saying that, hey, this is what happened. And we put all of our funds and four years into it. Yep. Without any person. without any prior like investigation, we just said okay, this is what he said, and we don't like the president, so we're going to go after him. Like it, it's crazy, dude. Yeah. Like you know, and it comes out to be not not true, and all this wasted for nothing. Like imagine how much news stories could have been, been been played since 2016, but all we heard on the news was President Trump is getting impeached.
0: Yeah, I don't think if people ever wonder like, do the news is literally skewing your perception, and mm. if you're focused on like look at like this year too, like for example, protests. When these protests started happening, we forgot about the virus for like two damn weeks. Mm. That's all that was on the news. Does that ever make you wonder, guys, like the news maybe should like give us like a broad understanding of what's happening throughout the week maybe, or what's happening
1: that week. World news, not only that, but it's just like centered around that one thing. Yeah, and there's no more protests all of a sudden. There's no more protests. Nobody says about anything about BLM anymore and everything's quiet now, everything's cush. Like what happened to that? Like, all this shit was, was stirred so heavily in the beginning of 2020, and now it's all, like, gone. Like people forgot about it. Like, like what, how did that just happen? They're for sure still creating
0: race wars on the internet. Oh, they for sure But it's a little bit different. Now the race wars are, oh, um, did you see the whole thing about the – something about the vaccine, and then the, this African-American doctor got in – you know, th- that happened. And then the whole about vaccines don't be given to older
1: population because they're predominantly white – there, yeah, that that's dumb, dude. That's if you're gonna, silly. If you're gonna release a vaccine and like, yeah, cool, you're, you know, giving it to first line workers first. But if you think about it, like a large scale, frontline workers, nurses, doctors, medical professionals aren't the ones suffering the most from this. Yeah, we're working the front lines. Yeah, some of us get sick, but we don't. We don't get as sick as the elderly. So I'm not sure how this vaccine isn't prioritized for like nursing homes or elder people above 70, above 80 and given to people that are younger. Like- Give uh, to the older, you mean? Yeah. With the higher risk. Wait, well, yeah, I'm saying give it to the older, not the younger. Yes. So the thing is, like now what's gonna be interesting just to, to look at is, okay, they, they're giving this, not to go on a rabbit hole, but they're gonna give this vaccine to healthy people, healthy healthcare workers. Okay. And then- they're gonna come out and say, hey, we vaccinated 10 million people. And only, like it would say, 10,000 people got sick. Yeah. Right. Well, cool, your numbers look great. Yeah, show the vaccine doesn't look like it's working, but hey, your, your dumb asses are skewing the, the data. Yep. First of all, you're giving vaccines to people that are healthy, 20s, 30s, 40 year olds, and you're, you're not giving it to people that actually need it. So no shit, the data is gonna be, be in your favor because even if people didn't get the vaccine, they'll probably still be fine without the vaccine, right? If I'm 20, 30, 40 years old and I don't get the COVID-19 vaccine and you know, and I feel fine, that's, that's due to my age and my health, right? Yeah. And now you're gonna say that, hey, it's the vaccine you know, prevented you from getting some COVID. No, it's our immune system doing it because we're healthy 20, 30, 40-year-olds. 40, 40 so you're just making your, up your own fucking research sample size. You're not giving it to people that needed 70-year-olds, 80-year-olds, and even people that had tested their the 30,000 sample size, only like 2,000 or 5,000 people were actually older. If you looked at the numbers, it's, it's insane. Like no, no shit, it's vaccines going to, to be uh, less, you're gonna have less adverse effects with this vaccine if you give somebody with a healthy immune system, right? Because we could fight off the adverse effects, right? It won't hit us as hard. But imagine if you did a a trial on a majority of other people, and you know, because they already have a little bit of a compromised immune system. What if that shows to be more adverse than virus itself? Like we don't have the data. Because all the people that are getting vaccinated right now are people that are decently fucking healthy. So they're basically just making up this own, they're basically making up this trial themselves and giving it to, like, yeah, it sounds nice, give it to the frontline workers because they need it first. Well, that sounds fucking amazing. If I was a CEO of that, I'd be like, yeah, fucking do it. Why, why would I risk my company's name and tarnish my own vaccine by giving it to the elderly where they might have more adverse reactions or might just not work? Why do I, I, I agree with the public? Because it sounds nice. Give it to the frontline workers first, right? It sounds amazing.
0: And you know, know, the thing is, is that we on social media because this is the year of the nurses, Mm -hmm. because we were praised for what's happening. We were praised for wearing masks. It's perfect because we will be the poster child that will make this vaccine look nice and good and put it in a bow and show us how we're, you know, doing this and that. It's, right. a, it's a perfect combo, bro.
1: Like preach to the quarry, man. This is, yeah. Yeah, dude. And, dude. Like it's crazy how this works too. Like people are like so blind to this because all because you make somebody feel good for the wrong reasons, basically. Yeah. We you, Damn, you know, we did, we even do a, we should have done a podcast episode about the coronavirus bill, the
0: stimulus bill. Oh, Once that comes out actually and it gets passed, that's another thing. Cause that, that was like a bunch of horseshit guys. Like all year we had this pandemic we have this the largest transfer of wealth in US history when it comes to big tech and all these corporations. Look at the damn stock market. Like I made some money, you did, like, and we got poor. So with this giant distribution of wealth, like we passed a stimulus bill that had more special interest than the American people. One sixth of that money that they passed, which was nine hundred what billion dollars or so. We should look at the first stimulus bill. Yeah, I'm sure there was a lot more shady shit past there too that's not talked about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like and then it's like you want us to just take that while you're investing money in Pakistan and all this jazz. So I don't know where to go with this, man. Like, we know we talk about this and sometimes it just aggravates me because like this bipartisan system is so damn flawed that we have to realize that this is a broken system. It is not working, it's literally leading to the fall of America because it's it created so much polarity where you have this new aged, you know, left side that wants, you know, equal rights and, you know, a socialistic ideology that just call it for everybody. And then you have this right side that got polarized by Trump this year that is more, I don't know, Christian laid back countryside type of ordeal. Right. Mm-hmm. And this energy, I feel like. And then you and it kind of polarized with the militia and then that polarized with Antifa and you got this, you got this giant divide in America and it's perfect cause it's almost creating like a civil damn war.
1: Yeah, it's, Like, well, it's like we, need a, we need a multi-party system. Yeah, it's not gonna happen though, but. That yeah. or we have to remove the, yeah man. Like people don't understand the majority of us are in the middle, you know. We are, we are literally in the middle. Like the far left, my answer with the far left is there's, they want freedom for everything. You should be able to make, make your own choice. You know, you should have a free opinion. But then if your opinion is against their opinion, your opinion doesn't matter. That's what's wrong with the far left side is they want freedom of opinion, but you have to be in their opinion. Right. And then you have the far right side, which is another shit show because they're too stubborn, too conservative to kind of change their viewpoints, you know? Yeah. So that's the thing. That's, that's the polarity of both sides, but majority of us aren't are down the middle, right? The thing is- But they make us choose. They make us side. choose, and yeah. That's, and that's that's where the divide comes into. Yeah. Like, why would I choose? Like, Democrat, Republican, like, some shit I agree with Democrats, some shit I agree with the Republicans. Like, that's how majority of the population is. And then here comes election time where you have to pick a side. It would be cool, like Matt said, just have another, another party or even a four, I mean, yeah. or, or, you know, three would be nice too, but, you know- it's a lot easier to divide and conquer if you have to pick two sides yep right that, that's that's why it's still yeah. out that's why this system is still working it's
0: bipartisan and we don't know that it's kind of tearing apart the American people yeah, yeah guys you gotta be
1: careful <laughs> All right, guys careful don't vote how are yeah. you gonna, like there's no there's no antidote for it like yeah, there's isn't. we have your we have, need, your, we have your, your own opinion. system to rise man yeah just have your own opinion on things and it's okay you don't always have to, always have to conform with the norm. Don't give up your values and, and your morals for somebody else's opinion just because you know theirs is different or they they say their opinion is right and yours is wrong. Like if it's an if it's an opinion base, it's not like science where, you know, gravity, you throw an apple up, it's gonna come down. A lot of these 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 political topics, political debates, are more of a come from a moral standpoint and where your values lie yeah. than anything else. And there's no right or wrong. They're just one person thinks this way, other person thinks this way. It's, it's like, it's basically a theory, dude. It's all right. So don't have somebody, don't get upset or sad when somebody talks out about your opinion because their opinion is just as valuable as your opinion. Like, don't let them talk shit. Like, like stick to to what you know and stick to what, what you want. Basically, it summarizes it.
0: Yeah. Private citizen identity. It's, a, it's okay to have a different opinion. Yeah. And if other person feels sensitive about it, tell them to go, you know. I don't know. It's like a fat one. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Not really, but you guys know the gist. Just, It's okay to express your own opinion. Yeah.
1: All right, guys. Next one on the list here, we have the arrest of Ghislaine Maxwell, a.k.a. Jeffrey Epstein's,
0: I don't know. Lover. Mistress lover. Like When I read into this and I found out that she still has a husband and her husband is willing to pay the damn bail of $5 billion, million. or 5000000 million, I'm sorry, $5 million, and then let her hang out at his house for 24-hour surveillance while she has a, a trial in July. It's weird. Why did you—for those that don't know who Jeffrey Epstein was, this was the whole thing this year of the guy that got charged with having, you know— Underage women in Florida It was a Palm Springs, whatever That place, and then he had that pedophile Island that a lot of our Government officials were on And just to go down a rabbit hole, this was the year that All this was on Facebook, the whole um, Wayfair thing, how There was kids in like, um, getting Smuggled in um, cabinets, whatever, Mm -hmm. and All this news Got deleted and taken off the internet Because it was considered fake news and how come I we can't at least read about it? Right. It just got taken off social media. And then Wayfair changed all their
1: pricing to yeah, make it, it more normal.
0: Yeah, it just gets a little creepy, man. Like, once information gets taken away from you and you can't, like... Go back can, and revisit it? Go, Yeah, revisit it because it's fake news. Well, who the F decides what's fake news with all this shit that's happening with, like, the World Health Organization, CDC switching guidelines... Like It's like, dude, we should have the freedom of speech and the freedom of information to mm. digest
1: whatever and make our own opinion. Yeah. What's so scary about the the fact that... Okay, let's, let's say it, it was it was a conspiracy theory. Yeah, let's yeah. say, no, 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 say no, no, none of it's true. Everything was, was false, right? So I'm the company, and I know this is false. Why the hell would I go back and change everything and then not have anybody else access it, right? How does it make any kind of sense? Like If you're doing that you're obviously hiding something yeah. right it's it's interesting to look back at if if a lot of times you know someone is false or you know you know you're going on a rabbit hole if you look something up and it's accessible to everybody and people know about it and nobody changes it because then people are like you know no one's worried about it but then if you find out about it and you make it known and now they go back and change some some shit, that's when you know someone might be might be iffy because why are they going back and changing it again why can't i pull it up anymore yeah,
0: history never fails yeah. to repeat itself, because,
1: because guess what? Now, from anybody from this day forward, if they want to look it up, they're not going to have that access. You'd have to, you know, be on yesterday's timeline to access it, right? Only me and you were able to see Who's going to see if it's already taken down. Nobody. Right? So they might as well... So they got to wait five years and they're going to say it never happened because there's no access to it. Like, show yeah. me the proof. How much? I to show you the proof if you took it down five years ago and now let anybody else access it? Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Plus, and plus, like, there's so much new stimuli going into our brains, like... Whatever
0: happened a few months ago, we just completely forget about it yeah. and we move on. Just like this whole, I, I forget what we talked about, but I think Trump wanted to like ban TikTok, right? And then all of a sudden it was like a big thing for a couple weeks. And then what we did, we just uh, forget to ban TikTok. Did we forget that China uses it to spy on us? Like what happened there? <laughs>
1: well, well, he banned TikTok for any any uh, military or government officials. So yeah. if you were working for government any way, shape or form, you're in the army, you're not allowed to have a TikTok. I have a TikTok, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and um, like for us, you know, we're consumers. They probably probably care less about us, to be honest. It's just the government privacy work, like you know, prevent the hack, like it, like the hack that happened a while back. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: oh, those also like one of the greatest hacks, and um, isn't it crazy how much like history was made in twenty twenty, including mm-hmm. one of the greatest cyber attacks, which we roughly we briefly mentioned a few podcasts ago. Cyber espionage, what the yeah attack, yeah, cyber espionage, like what's happening? There's just just so much shit that's happening, like. It's hard to know what's
1: true and right, and it's always like shit's going down, and then next month shit's going down again. Shit's going down. It's, oh, there's always some kind of shit going down. Yeah, look at like look
0: at the beginning of the year, like COVID started happening. All this shit with China, all this stuff with Wuhan. Let's well, not to mention. Um, Iran attacked a bunch of military bases They killed some American soldiers. We decided to freaking drone attack an Iran commander. There was a lot of tension mm-hmm. that happened with Iran this year too. And then we seized their, like their oil tankers like
1: it was just the just little moves happening all across the board. There's, yeah there's so much crazy shit happening and it's so frequent that it's hard for us to remember it all Yes. Well, like if, if I didn't, if we didn't look up, up to, if we didn't look into the things that happened in 2020, I probably wouldn't know what happened in 2019, 28 to 2017. You know, something I, lo- I was looking, I was like, damn, this happened this year. I thought it happened last year. You know, it's crazy to take a look back. Even like that giant explosion in Beirut or whatever, remember that giant yes. explosion where they had like the weapon ammunition there or whatever, or yeah, some kind yeah. of a uh, chemical and exploded and made a giant ass explosion. Like that happened in 2022 as well like a lot of shit I goes on out about that. there's just so much going down and there's so much information getting thrown at us that yeah we see a majority of it but we forget because there's always more and more stimulation go well, from one one tragedy to the next or one tragedy to the next
0: and not to All mention time. since we're speaking of uh Maxwell so she she
1: helped Ep- Epstein with like you know um what does she exactly do so, she, so got- she basically picked out these girls for Epstein so she knew who Epstein liked and what, what was kind of what he enjoyed with. And she would find these women and she would groom them. You know, yeah. she would offer them like a job as a masseuse, you know, she'd slowly give them jobs, help pay for her tuition, have them do like different jobs around the house. And then once they opened up to her and they kind of got closer together, then she would introduce Epstein, you know, the girls would give him a massage and then they would, he would have sex with her basically yeah. with them. But, but uh, Maxwell basically, d- Um, Not bribe, but she groomed these girls. Groomed these girls for him. Yeah. And
0: let's make a connection here. Like this year, Harvey Weinstein got arrested, which is a giant American film producer. And he got convicted of like sex, being a sex offender. Mm -hmm. So like if you know, like if you really believe into the conspiracy of this island and who was on it, you could look at the flight logs, how, you know, Bill Clinton was there. Like it gets weird
1: what happens Mm -hmm. on this higher political level that we're not even aware of. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. Like it's so so hard to know because they and, have so much money, and no one's gonna. They're not gonna. When somebody's politician is, is rich and is doing something shady, it's not gonna be in the public's eyes. They could do this kind of shady shit inside the because they're multimillionaires, right? So they could kind of. They have more money to go with, so you won't be seen. They won't be seen, right? Yeah. And, and and ironically,
0: this is the same year that all these fact checkers came out and. You have all this, well, this is wrong information, visit CDC, visit that, and now you have like this really weird Orwellian start of 2020 where they tell you what information is correct. Right. This is the wrong information, and it's getting really creepy, guys, because of freedom. I feel like like 2020 is a great, not a great, but a weird way to look at our freedoms and be like, we got to start like being aware of this. Mm-hmm. If you think that politics doesn't affect you or what happens in outside events, you're, I don't want to call you stupid, but you're just being um, a little ignorant. You're being ignorant. Yes, it's going to affect you one way or other. Why? Because look at Facebook now. They're literally monitoring, filtering out the information. And if you believe in freedom so much because you're an American citizen or wherever part of the country, well, it's being slowly taken away and we've seen it this year more than ever.
1: Yeah. Like fact checking could be good on, on a certain level. I don't, personally, I don't think there should be fact checkers. Like, we should all be able to yes. freely look at, I mean, freely look at what we want, when we want. You know, of course, like, child pornography shouldn't be accessible to the public. Things like that, of course. Like, every common every common sense person is going to tell you that, right? Like, rape is wrong, child pornography is wrong. Like, yeah, that shouldn't be accessible to the public. That shouldn't even be available to anybody in, in the world. But the crazy thing is when you have these fact checkers also write, writing the facts, that's when it becomes, becomes real scary, right? If it's the same organization that is telling us what's what's right and wrong, are is also creating what's supposed to be right. That's the fucking issue, right? Yeah, like World it's, Health it's Organization. Weird, yeah, right. Like the World Health Organization when they changed the definition of herd immunity. We didn't talk about it on the podcast yet. We should briefly yeah, mention it. Right basically, now. yeah. So basically, World Health Organization changed the definition of of um the
0: word the definition of herd immunity. Yeah. Correct. So Herd immunity could be acquired both from transmits, transmitting disease and after a certain population um, is t- technically vaccinated or the word or has this disease, we create herd immunity. Mm. And I think who in October of 2020 changed it where it only says that if you get herd immunity could only be acquired through vaccinations and right. vaccinating the public. Is that crazy? That's a little weird. And this is the same bo- governmental body that, is the fact checker from?
1: Yeah, it's completely. Violent. This is exactly what we mean. It's like since since when has herd immunity just been related to a vaccine? It hasn't. So you're saying that there has never been any herd of herd immunity until a vaccine was discovered. No, it's it's completely false. There was herd immunity, herd immunity way before any kind of medical or any kind of medicine or any kind of vaccine was created. So how are you gonna flip flip the definition into meaning that only with vaccines you could have herd immunity? You know, and you know it's weird that if you go, because I went on Google right now and Mm -hmm. I typed in the
0: word herd immunity. Of course, the first source that pops up for the definition of herd immunity is the World Health Organization, and it says herd herd immunity is a concept used for vaccinations. In which a population can be protected, protected From a certain virus If a threshold of vaccination is reached yeah. But that's not what the definition was last time right. And that's what's freaking weird, man
1: And now you gotta realize that the kids That are growing up now That are <coughs> Bless you, Petey the, the so like like, There's some
0: truth being told on this podcast since he yeah. sneezed.
1: So now now it's crazy. Like, you know, we're talking about like hiding information a little bit a little bit ago. Yeah. So now these kids that are like five years old now that aren't going to read about herd immunity until they're like, you know, 15, 16 years old. They're not gonna ever know that herd immunity was ever attainable without a vaccine. there in their mind, herd immunity equals vaccine. Yeah. Only way for us to get herd immunity is vaccine. How do you, how do we make everybody safe? We make it either with herd immunity or direct vaccination. And what does herd immunity mean? It means vaccination. So guess what? The only way to protect everybody is through vaccination. It's- no such thing as as naturally acquiring the the disease itself, fighting it off. Next person is going to acquire it himself, fight it off naturally, and that group is going to get it, fight it off naturally, and protect the group that, that didn't get the disease. That's not going to be available to anybody to even know. It's, it's going to be like people are going to think that's impossible. 20, 30 years from now, they're going to be like, how? can you have herd immunity without a vaccine? Well, guess what, when you were younger, the vac- the definition for herd immunity was changed. Herd immunity was attainable way before any kind of vaccine creation. And they're not gonna know that part of history. They, they, they they're not, me. they're gonna associate herd immunity with vaccine, safety with a vaccine, getting past an infection with a vaccine. It's and, crazy. And that's how
0: you change, and I don't wanna say manipulate, but that's how you kinda, if you, let's just say there is this evil person or evil people or this group or circle that wants to manipulate the world or something. Yeah, you basically control institutions, and you, and you, cha- if you change institutions over time, change happens. And people learn, and history gets
1: rewritten just this way. Yeah. So and and it's weird, man. It's creepy. Yeah. So this is one of the drawbacks of capitalism, where you have that want for financial gain, want that that incentive for money, right? Hell so, yeah. So like, now, if I'm a vaccine manufacturer, I love this. I love that the World Health Organization changes the definition. That's how you lobby it, man. Yeah. Why? Because now. Right, I'm gonna be able to sell more vaccines because if you want your immunity, here immunity now you're gonna need a vaccine. And it's how people make money. This is capitalism. This is capitalism at work, but this just shows you the whole picture of capitalism. There's no there's no political system that's perfect. Nothing's perfect, right? Yep. You're gonna have your positive and your negatives, and this happens to be just about vaccines. And it's, it's happened to a bunch of things. I'm sure it's, it's happened about, like, pharmaceuticals. Dude, like, it, happened dude. With,
0: it happened with lobbying yeah. milk, bro, back in, the, dude. back in the 80s and 70s. Whenever milk started, like, got milk, the whole thing, the whole slogan, how do you think it happened? All these agri- agricultural businesses started paying a lot of money to the government to promote this stuff. Eventually, guidelines, you know, mm. changed where it's recommended to get one or two cups of milk. Uh, a day because it helps strengthen bones like how do you think all this propaganda happens dude right. you, you i mean i we could even we could probably go to the history of this is a whole podcast we could do history of milk how it started how money was given to the government and eventually how guidelines change to introduce milk to the american people so we start drinking it exactly that happens with a lot of things we look at florida and drinking water if you believe in this you know, Jesus, man, I love rabbit holes because I, 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 really think that there's more to it than what we, what we see in in this world based on television. But if you look at fluoride and if you think, do you think the like, look at the government? Does does it look like the government ever has good intentions for us for the most Sometimes. part? Not really, man. Like this whole um, stimulus bill. It's not even about attention. It's just like you just got to follow the wealth, dude. Follow the wealth, right. They they want to make a coronavirus stimulus bill, but all technically one six is for the people. Yeah, yeah, we're helping the people. But the five six is for all their own interests. Mm-hmm. Look at like fluoride, for example. Do you really think that we have a bunch of fluoride in our water to help prevent cavities? I, I, I mean, I highly doubt it. You know why? Because if getting getting your teeth fixed, it's a business. They probably want to prevent, they probably want to create more cavities, if anything. Not yeah. to sound like a fucking a conspiracy nut, but like, just like you say, man, follow the distribution of wealth and it's going to give you the truth to exactly that's what what's happening. Yeah.
1: And the thing is, the way our politics work is like Congress, it's a lot easier for these corporations to instill this kind of legislature because they don't have to sway public opinion. If they had a swayed public opinion, that would have cost them a lot of money. If they had a, Convince 60% of the population to agree with with something or conform to it All they have to do is go to lobbyists and change a few congressmen's opinions And they get their bill passed That's literally how it is You're not changing public opinion You're just saying the hand You just got to change the handful of congressmen To conform to what these corporations are saying And it's pretty easy, once again, with with money, right? If I was a congressman and let's say I make a million dollars a year Right. And a company comes up to me like, hey, we're trying to get this bill passed. Uh, you know, they're not gonna tell you the negatives about it. Or let's say the milk community. Hey, like Congressman, Congressman Matt, you know, we're trying to pass a bill to make milk a staple on the food pyramid. Like, yeah, it's shown to have saturated fats and, you know, not the healthiest for everybody, but our research is showing that it has more benefits than negatives. And you're still on the fence. You know, I'm not sure if it's, if, if research, if some research shows that's negative, I would I kind of want to go for it. And it's like, well, Congressman Matt, you know, I know there's some negatives too. But there's also some benefits, right? That's how you but do with these it, benefits come a nice five million dollar check. We, we, you want to work on it a little bit, and then those benefits, you know, sound pretty fucking good. You sound know, a little bit better. You know, they sound a lot, a lot better because you know, five years of work, you get one check, and guess what? You, you have it, and and they'll write it in, in a way that they'll explain to you in a way that makes it look like you're not doing too much damage. Yeah, because you're gonna come at you and be like, yeah, research shows that this is these are the negatives, but research also shows that these are the benefits. So hey, why don't we just talk talk about the benefits and I'll give you that money and then we get it passed. That's literally how it works, dude. And it's not you don't have to sway public opinion. If you had to change public opinion, that would take years and years and years of work. All you have to do is change a few congressmen's opinions. And you know, even if even if you're trying to do do good. You know, and you have that one stubborn congressman that doesn't want to pass it, and you're just one congressman short. You, as a corporation, are willing to probably pay a few million dollars for it, you know, because convincing you know 200 million people to change their opinion is a lot harder than convincing through, like ten congressmen or bribing one congressman exactly. or a few for some money. I get you it, know?
0: man. That's that's a very good um, perspective to let people know how kind of the world runs, man. Just yeah. to be aware of things, and just like we say, open mind. I think we should wrap up this 2020. Do it. Let's do it. We had a lot of um, good talk, you guys. Of course, everything with food for thought. Um, just our opinions. Do your own research as always. And understand that maybe the world is not what it seems to be or what you were told to be. You know what I mean? I feel like we came from the womb and we had like this perfect picture of society. And I want to get married. I want to have kids. And life goes on happily after and save some money and die. And then like... You start waking up to the big picture of what the F is going on in this world. You start connecting the dots in these events, and you're like, what the heck? And we have no idea what 2021 is going to bring. Maybe the alien invasion will come out. I don't know. Space, force, like, we have no idea. But we know that we have hope, we have family, and we'll persevere through anything because we're very resilient humans,
1: correct? Correct, guys. Keep out mind. Spread the love. Peace out. Peace, love, and unity. Blur life. Blur life. So <laughs> <Blur life. laughs> guys.